0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the CG Garage. This is episode number 380 featuring Ioana Ivanova, who is an incredible artist uh, at Inc. Uh, she has actually been a uh, speaker at Total Chaos as well, which is really great. And it was great to have her on the podcast and have, have an opportunity for her to tell her story about all the cool stuff she's done. Kristen, I mean, you've obviously known Joanna for a while, but what was, it, was it, what, what was cool about her listening to her story?
1: Yeah, so I actually never knew kind of how she started out. So you got to you got to hear how she started out, which is also great for people that are wanting to pursue a dream in CG. Um she because she kind of didn't take no for an answer. So to get her first job in 3D, she kind of made herself known and became brave. And she said, as her quote, don't be so afraid of what doesn't feel comfortable because it'll pay off at some point. Um, That was just a really cool story of how she got her job at Ink. And now working at Ink, she kind of just gives us an inside scoop of what they're working on at the Creative Studio and just some of her projects that she's working on. so yeah, it's just it's all around just a good informational podcast about that, and good for anyone that's in school right now and wanting just to learn how to get out there after. Absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah. She's been really she's been really great, and sort of hearing her story, as you said, is interesting. And I was also thought it was interesting because as, you know she thought she wanted to be an animator and do animation, and she sort of got into being able to figured out that there are some other areas in CG that she became very interested in, especially on the creative side of things of ink, of coming up with really great ideas. So I thought it was really cool. So uh, thank you so much, Juana, for being on. I'm very excited to have that. I'm sure you guys will appreciate this as well. Uh, Okay. We have a couple of announcements. Uh, Okay. What's going on, Kristen?
1: All right, you can find this out at chaos.com slash events. So this is uh, something we've talked about a couple of times, but on June 23rd, and it was actually be this week, the Chaos Campus Live show episode four will be out. Um, we'll have guest Katya, who will join Nikos for an inspiring discussion about lighting design and being passionate about what you do. And then we do have some chaos news. The V-Ray 6 beta is out now.
0: So do you want to go in explaining that? Yeah, V-Ray 6 uh, Beta is out for for 3ds Max. And yes, before you start asking about the other platforms, the other platforms are all coming soon. So don't worry too much about that. There's lots of great new features that are coming out, uh, including uh, our new procedural clouds. Uh, this was actually what's, what's cool about the clouds is these are actually the same cloud systems that's used in Enscape. And so because uh, Enscape and Chaos uh, are now merged as a company, uh, it was really cool to be able to incorporate the same Enscape clouds into, into V-Ray. So that's going to be part of V-Ray 6. We also have a really cool tool called the Geometric tool uh, Pattern Tool, which I'm not going to get too much into. And also we've incorporated the Scatter Tool, Uh, which was uh, actually uh, into Corona one as well. So uh, lots and lots more stuff happening, but go check it out. V-Ray 6 beta is out. Just go to our website. If you have a license, you can uh, join the beta for free uh, or or the the beta uh, with your license. So it should be uh, great for us. And of course, betas are very important to us because... You know, they do, uh, if there's bugs in there, it's up to to, uh, to you guys to help us find those so we can correct them. So we really, really appreciate your feedback. So if you do a part of the beta, make sure and give us your feedback as soon as possible. That'd be really great. Uh, we don't have any other product updates that I know of. But uh, if people want to know more about the podcast, Kristen, where can they go?
1: You can go to facebook.com slash CG Garage Podcast or chaos.com slash CG Garage. And if you'd like to watch us, go to youtube.com slash chaos group TV.
0: Perfect. And if you have any questions or ideas about the podcast uh, or, or ideas of guests, please let us know. Just email us, labs at chaos.com. We'd love to hear from you. But for now, enjoy episode number 380 with Ioana Ivanova. Welcome to another cg Garage where the chaos group talks.
1: You'll know it's over when the last bucket drops. We're gonna fire off rays in high dynamic range. We know that ambient occlusion is passé. Global illumination won't lead you astray. And while image-based lighting is really swell, you need to make sure everything has for now.
0: We met, I believe, at Total Chaos, but I think we've met several other times. I'm not sure Maybe. where else we could have met. Have you You've been to D2, I'm assuming, a yeah, couple of I times? Yeah, I have been. Yeah, once okay. actually.
2: But yeah, I, I believe we've met. But then I'm really bad with, I just, I love meeting people and I love to meet everyone. And then I'm like, oh my God, who did I meet?
0: Mm -hmm. i know and it's right now it's even harder because it seems like so long ago that i've been going to the conferences every (laughs) few months so yeah a little hard
2: yeah, it's uh, but you've
0: hard. been on several podcasts, which is really cool. I've seen your your name pop up on a lot of things, so that's that's cool. Yeah. You're getting out there and showing show <laughs> up nice. what you what you can do.
2: It, it, yeah, uh, it's nice. Is, I love chatting with people.
0: <laughs> great. All right. Well, let's give people a little introduction out to you and find out you know a little bit where you came from, what got you into computer graphics, and how did you sort of land in this career path that you guess? So, what was the first thing that got you interested in doing what you're doing?
2: Um, I think I was about 16 or something. And I watched this film called The Story of Pixar. And basically, I was like, oh, my God, people can actually do that. And then John Luster was talking about, you know, doing all the animations and the struggles we had with Pixar, with Disney and so on. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. But how people do this? And then I watched Tangled, uh, one of the Disney animations, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! This is it! I want to do this. Whatever this is it." Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then I started to research stuff. But in Bulgaria back then, back then I'm not. I mean, yeah, it was still back then, about 2011 and mm-hmm. 2012. And I wasn't. So we didn't have many um, 3D courses in Bulgaria in terms of like to go to university and so on. So I was I was trying to find the best place. Um, and I'm actually from a French, so I, I graduated in a French high school in Bulgaria. So all of it was in French. So I studied in French and you know all that, but then I decided to go to England because I visited London and I was like, this is the place I want to be. This is it. And I knew what I want, where I wanted to be. And I knew what I wanted to study. So it was just a matter of time of how, how I get to the right course. And I got accepted at Bournemouth Uni with computer Mm -hmm. animation and visual effects. So from there, it all started my career, my path, and all that. Um, But yeah, it's very, I mean, it's very motivating because it was like a massive dream of mine to come to the UK and be in London. I remember when I was like 16, visit London, London for first time. And then I remember people looking at the the red buses and people in the red buses. And I was like, I want to be one of those people that goes to work with a bus like this and you know, a few years after it was like, yep, I am doing it. It's really cool. And also I'm doing what I liked um you know animation maybe it's not animation it's not disney but it's still like cgi it's still something creative it's still something that is you know you can create you can see the outcome of your inspiration of your um of what you love doing basically and yeah that's that's it (laughs) that's my story Well, that,
0: okay. Well, that's very concise. That's interesting. I love. I mean, I actually, believe it or not, I actually also went to a French school when I was growing up. So. Oh,
2: nice. So <laughs> yeah. we can do that po- podcast in French, maybe. <laughs>
0: we, we we could, but I'm not yeah. going to do that to our listeners, unfortunately. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, a, that's, that's interesting. And it is, you know, when I was doing it, there was no school at all. So you really had to learn everything on your own. And it was kind of, you know... Uh, much more challenging uh, in some ways. So it's great that yeah. you found a great school and you have that education. Now, yeah. what, what got you, you know, when you, when you got into school, what were some of the things, I mean, obviously, you know, you think computer animation is so broad. And when you go to school, you realize there's so many different facets yeah. of doing CG. And, and yeah. so what, what was the thing that sort of got you, uh, what areas did you start to get focused on when you start to go look at that?
2: Um, so the first year to, I struggled a lot with like, keeping my focus on one thing because I am like, I want to know all of it and I want to be able to do all of it. So I was like, oh my God, animation is amazing. I'm going to do only animation. And then in a month I'll be like, no, 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 I want to do lighting and rendering. And then I'm like, but no, no, no. What about this? Cause I was also having, um, a bit of Python and, you know, Python for Maya and so on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, but this is actually quite cool. So I was, I was struggling a bit to find my focus. And at the end I was just, basically graduated as a generalist, someone that could go through the whole pipeline, which now is very useful. Um, yeah. Loads of my friends um, focused on one specific area, most of them on VFX, but I I, I just wanted to be able to do it, all of it. And um, yeah, that was it. It's just, I, yeah, I, I tried to manage and do my projects in a way that every single project would give me like a different area of knowledge. So I'd keep on improving and everything I was doing. Um, which I know I understand is not the most efficient way to specialize in one thing. But then I, I realized that I'm not actually gonna specialize because it's not my thing. And I just kept on doing what I'm what I'm doing, like being versatile, that's it.
0: Well generalists are definitely back like in a big way like like very important is in actually especially in VFX now even that people are doing that because of all the things that people need for virtual production and a bunch of yeah. things so it was a smart move, believe it.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. Back then, I was feeling a bit frustrated because I was like, "How do I focus on one thing when I'm really interested in everything?" And I wanted to. It's not just interested in the whole pipeline, but also in different styles. Of I wanted to do like um, photorealistic stuff, but I also wanted to do like cartoony and stylized things. So I guess it just takes time to settle down and get that because I'm very I. I'm very emotional and, and enthusiastic of the stuff I do. So it was mm-hmm. like this enthusiasm that was getting me into like, I want I want to inhale all of this knowledge. Um but yeah, now it's quite handy, especially because I work in a smaller studio. So it, it's quite good to be versatile, meaning that, you know, you have to if there is a project and you go from you know, I'm doing a bit of After Effects and then I jump onto modeling stuff and then I go into Nuke and I have to compose it or light render something. So it's kind of a, it's, it's very nice to being able to do all of it. And also, you know, it works for the team as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think I did make a smart move. I've, yeah. I've never wanted to go into like film, um, especially after finding ink. Uh, and I actually realized. That I have a passion for design. And you know, I've always been creative and and CGI and being creative, they kind of matched together and working in a creative studio. Um and yeah.
0: For sure, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely want to explore, you know, how you got involved with 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 Inc. Because I think it's um I've got some things. So let's 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 go down that journey. Like, how did you go from university and what did, where did you say like, you know, because you seemed excited about doing animation doing pixar stuff doing yeah. what for disney one of those things and then suddenly you're doing something that's a little bit different so yep. how did you get how does that journey to, to ink happen for you
2: um i i said that a, f- a few times before but i actually met uh kamen who is one of the founders of ink um at one of the chaos events i think it was cg code for art or something like that code back then 2016 um I was introduced to him. I was just basically just graduated university and I went to this conference in Bulgaria. And right. I was just fascinated by everything. And you know, as a graduate, you you want to land a job. That's it. It doesn't matter what job it is. You just want a job. You want to learn and you want to improve and you want to be part of a team. You want to work on cool stuff. So I went there and um I was just about to go. And I said, I need to socialize. I need to network because this is what, this is very important to you know grow this community and grow into the community. And I just went and I spoke to a few people and then they introduced me to Carmen and then I gave him my really lame looking at it now business card <laughs> and they emailed me back. And um, yeah, this is how it all happened and I've been there for the last five years.
0: That's great and it's a good lesson for people to be bold and don't be afraid to give out your business card.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is probably one of the 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 bravest thing I've done because I was, I just, I was just about to go home and then I turned back and I was like, I can't miss this opportunity of speaking to people, people from, you know, people from the UK, people from everywhere basically. And I was just Mm -hmm. go home because I feel comfortable doing this. Nah, I was like, Nope, I need to go back and I need to speak to them. So yep. It was, yeah. The best advice I can give to people is like, be, don't be so afraid of doing what doesn't feel comfortable. So right. yeah, because it pays off at some point.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I remember that 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 was the the CG code event. That was the predecessor to total chaos that reached yep. them. So which That's was it. a really cool event. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh tell me uh I mean, what did you know about Inc. at the time, like before you, you know, handed that business card? And, and- Nothing.
2: <laughs> I didn't know anything about ink but you I knew was, during
0: in England right
2: yep I knew that <laughs> but I um I was also because it was they had the I remember they their presentation because it was like the first one on the first or the second day I don't know but they had mm-hmm. like what I was impressed was they had like th- those planes uh looking like dogs so I was like well this is oh, a bit right. weird but I really yeah, yeah. like it um and then when I got introduced to Kamen, he's also Bulgarian so I was like wow you can do that. You can be a Bulgarian and having a studio in London. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm going to research those guys. They're cool. Um, and I look at the work and I was like, well, this is actually quite good. I mean, it's a, it's it's amazing work. Um, yeah. It's very nicely designed. Very, very, just very beautiful. And um, I realized that there is so much more than, you know, the big studios, the big VFX studios and animation studios, because this is what, Obviously at university we were all exposed to DNEC, MPC, you know, all the all the VFX studios that are in London, but we've never heard from the from the smaller companies. And mm-hmm. I was kind of excited to be able to find something different. Um yeah, so my excitement when they when emailed me back, I was like, wow, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For
0: sure. I mean, I think something nice about a place like Inc., especially like you said, you're a creative person. People don't necessarily realize that at visual effects studios, you don't always have the opportunity to be as creative as you think because you have to execute someone else's vision, right? And sometimes that thing is all already set up for you. You just have to make it look like what someone told it to make it look like as opposed to coming up with creative ideas on the small fly
2: yeah absolutely and and you you're not given being going back to being a specialist you're not given any other tasks than the tasks you have been employed to do, which is basically a a, a specialism on some sort so yep. with a smaller company and company as inc you're given way more opportunities than that. I've been exposed to, you know, pitching ideas to clients, my own ideas, which then have been made and then uh, doing presentations for clients, doing all sort of stuff and presenting the company on different events as well. So yes, there is, I would I would say it's probably for me, it was the best decision to go into like a smaller place where I can be like all over it, all over the place and do all the stuff I want to do with the great passion I have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when did you join Inc.? I guess you said around 2012 or so, it sounds like.
2: When did I join Inc.? Yeah. Or, yeah, 2016.
0: 16. Okay, so yeah. you've been there quite a while, which is great.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, 16. That would be been five or nearly six years, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Which is really cool. Uh, okay, so give let's give people a little bit of an introduction to Inc. What what kind of a company is it? What kind of work do they do? Because they do a lot of different kinds of things. So give yeah. people a little flavor of what the company is.
2: Well, the company is great. <laughs> uh, we do we do a lot of amazing work. Uh, we do design work with you automotive that we're, I would say, more famous with. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we have the saying of the company, the vision is like we believe in the – the technology made beautiful. That's it. So we're passionate about everything that relates to technology in every way. So if it's like a, a new electric car, um, a new, even toothbrush, you know, it's like it, it, everything that is new and, and innovative, then, yep, we, we want to be on this. We want to have hands on that. And, right. and yeah, we've even stepped into medical tech. Um, quite recently, working with like some big brands in US, um, like uh, I've no, I, I don't know if you've heard of Intuitive um, mm-hmm. and Ion. They do like catheters to detect cancer in the in the lungs. So it's right. quite it, it's quite different and quite serious, but it's also like you know you feel like you have an impact working on all these you know new technology that shows people what is possible to do now. Uh, in so many areas. So I would say, yes, this is what we do and what we're passionate about. Are you guys Um, doing
0: medical imagery or are you doing like uh, promotional material for the
2: products and stuff? uh, It's more like for now, it's a product stuff, but I am very, 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 very passionate about this uh, because I love science and the human body in general. And yeah, if we can do more of that, then yes, we'll do all of it.
0: Oof. yeah for sure for sure i mean i think it's fascinating the kind of you know uh projects you do obviously people should go to check out your uh your site and see all the oh yeah amazing work you guys are doing i yeah. mean you do you do go image uh a lot of images animations Where what, what what's what, what kind of stuff do you guys do and specifically for these products
2: um well to be honest both we do images right. and animations and i'm particularly very Passionate about motion stuff, like things being in motion, which is like mm-hmm. animations, and discover the look and feel, and you know how how things are presented in a good and and you know um, visually pleasing way as well, and to to be able to understand complexity in a very simple and and beautiful way as well. Um, saying that I can promote a little bit and we will have a new website soon, uh, which is amazing. You have all the, all the projects, all the projects that we've recently worked on because the current website is basically, we haven't updated stuff for a bit Mm -hmm. and in, in, yeah, in probably a month we'll be releasing this, which is very exciting because the new website has been very nicely designed. Oh, okay.
0: Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, a little, just, I mean, I used to do uh, commercial work as well, uh, in some ways, but I you know it was a commercial VFX job. So it was someone else, creative agency would have things and then we would basically just do VFX for it. Yeah. But you guys don't do that. You come up with the creative ideas that are going yeah. on. Right. So, so you work much more directly with the customers. You're not working necessarily through a creative agency. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, well, we have situations that we worked with create creative agencies in between, but it's not the common practice. We are okay. we are the creatives within the the studio. So, we um, if there is a we work closely with brands. Let's say like brands like Honda, or we've done a, a big project with Rivian as well. Uh, we've done like this creative things with Ion Intuitive as well. So we have a brief from the client, which not is not always clients doesn't always know what they want and this is the best for us because it's like okay that's exploration stage so you can you can come up with your own creative and we usually like pitch a few ideas and then we're executing our own vision in some ways of course within the constraints of the client because client needs to be happy uh and get what they're obviously paying for but um yeah, we we do the creative and I think this is the one of the most exciting things because even if it's not a commercial project, we tend to do a lot of in-house work. So I don't know if you've seen the Bloated Motors project, the mm-hmm. one that like just explode, yeah. Uh and the 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 very nice and white uh plain bodies. So it's all that creativity within the studio that we try to take and like get it out there and make something nice with it
0: yeah I think I mean the thing that I always thought was cool about Angus is that you guys create a lot of your personal projects or projects that are not for customers and I think yeah uh that seems to be a really smart move because it even though it seems like you're spending your own money on doing projects, you're also giving your customers an idea of the creativity that you have to offer yeah. right?
2: yeah absolutely it's. It's that. So I think Dave and Carmen, when they started the studio, the idea was that they wanted to do their own work. So they wanted to be able at some point to execute their own creative ideas. Uh, And having a business would allow you in some ways to do this. And of course, you need to have some commercial work, but at the same time, we use smart the, the so we use smart the time we have to create like internal projects because then we can target different audiences with like the projects we've done as well so it's kind of a it's not commercial thing but it, it does serve that purpose in a way as well so it's a right. win-win situation for us to express ourselves and for the business to even grow and find new areas to explore
0: yeah yeah i think that's that's a very smart thing to do i i, I want to get into some of the those projects as well but but walk us through like a typical project like let's say the the rivian project which i'm you know very fascinated with that brand and how that came about so how did 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 you work on that project a
2: A little bit yeah but i wasn't like 100% involved in this we did actually the configurator that's on the website so oh, okay. we did all that, all the all the images for that. It was like mental, so many images and so many combinations. Okay. But now, if you go and configure your own car, all the all the things you see in the configurator will be done by us, which is really okay. nice because it's kind of um, yeah, it's a, it's a big thing, and we're really passionate about the brand as well, and we really support them, and we've had a very good relationship with them. Um, yeah.
0: Well, okay. Well, then, t- tell me one of your favorite projects that you got deeply involved with, and, and and like, how did that go? And give us a little bit of a story of like one of that. I think you worked on a big Honda project that was pretty interesting. And
2: yeah, well, oh yeah, that was ages ago. Yeah, we've worked with. Wow. Well, I can. Um, what I can think of right now is probably the one that are more medical. Because now my focus is like. Your I focus on to- the
0: medical. Okay, so talk yeah. us through one of those. <laughs>
2: Well, let's, let's say, um, we, we've, we've done this, um, images for the, for intuitive, like the, cause I'm very, it was a very close to me topic of the whole, you know, the whole concept of what their product is. The catheter going into your lung to places where nothing can reach. And you can find like this, you know, cell or something that is not, you can examine this, get a biop- biopsy and all that. So uh, the client, Uh, approached us and we had to come up with like a creative ideas of how to visualize such a delicate and complex product in a very beautiful and you know um beautiful and also simple way i would say um to communicate the idea and what it is what it is doing basically so um Yeah. So what happened, the whole thing is like you communicate with the client, they tell you what they want. Then you go on your desk, you sit, you think, get those creative juices flowing. Um, We work quite closely as teams. So if there is a project coming, it would be like a few of us brainstorming. And, you know, especially when it's a topic that's not very, we don't know much about, we'll sit, research, um, brainstorm together, and then come up with ideas. So, Everyone can contribute with their own ideas. Um, so we did we did brainstorm a few ideas then we presented this to the client and then the client says, oh, okay, I like this. Let's explore more. Uh, mm-hmm. We explore a little bit more and then we go into production. And again, you have a, a little bit of exploration into production. The best thing about being able to be creative and go into a little bit more abstract is that you can explore and you have a little bit of time to get what's into your brain. And, you know, sometimes, so this project, basically it was a very interesting one because we were going a little bit of the abstract way because it wasn't like a typical product base. It was more of a, like, a little, a little bit more different in a way that there was like a little bit of a cloth in there symbolizing the lungs and there was a product there. I mean, it's very beautiful and very nice. Um, so you have this, these moments of exploration and it's, I think is where you get to evolve as an artist because you go into this and you start to iterate and you don't know always what you're doing, but at some point you're like, "Whoop, well, that's it. I like it. The client would probably like it. And you present right. it. They like it. And yeah, it's a success.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, trying to represent something, you know. Very medical can be very challenging sometimes oh, yeah. right
2: <laughs> yeah definitely it is challenging but it's also i think this is where my my enjoyment of things come because it's like it's challenging but it what is the how what is the way to represent something so complex in a very nice and beautiful way and you have to think and you have to really you know have to put yourself in the client's shoes of what they want to see but also be able to stay an artist and create without limitations, right. so yeah, it's interesting,
0: and you also have to learn about the product, which
2: is oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah, and that's also one of the best things because you have to research what you're doing, you can't right. just do something, yeah. yeah, it's very yeah, it's very nice, i um, and it also serves a great purpose to be able to visualize. You know, medical stuff that can actually help the society, and it's not just like oh, a product that someone would go and buy. It's something that could actually could have an educational purpose as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think, and, and you're trying to show simple. I mean, I think one of the great things that we can do is to to show complicated things in a simple way. Is kind of yeah, less.
2: exactly. I think yeah. this is where we stand. We want to be able, and we are doing it successfully. I think to to communi- communicate complexity in a very simple and beautiful way. That's it. And yeah. and, yeah, and be able to express ourselves as well. Because I think we do have a very unique style of, um, yeah, of work, basically.
0: For sure, for sure. And I think, you know, I think it's interesting that this became of something like you found, I don't, would you have thought, if, you, you know, when you're like, you know, starting university, that you would have a passion for doing medical imagery? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah no no so and, and, explore- and,
2: yeah yeah that yeah it's 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 nice because um this is this is the the best thing about the journey being in this industry is like you start somewhere with like a i want to do this, but then you're getting introduced to something else and then your vision just like enlarges so much that you, you know, you, you explore different routes, different ways um, you see what's possible. And yeah, f- I, from Disney to medical stuff, there's nothing in common, but it's still the same industry. And, you know, we shouldn't limit ourselves. And I, I say that to everyone that I'm, you know, I meet and all the events we're doing, we shouldn't limit ourselves. I, this is one thing I do, at least in my perspective, I, I've never wanted to limit myself, neither with the softwares I'm using or from with the the work I'm doing, because right. it's just some every project's interesting and different, and can you can learn from it.
0: For sure, for sure. I think it's that's really really great advice. Now, speaking of not limiting yourself at all, uh, <laughs> I mean, as you know that uh, the Inc does some uh, really great personal projects, as we said, or internal projects. Have you had an opportunity to? Uh, pitch one of your internal ideas and do one within the company yourself.
2: Yeah, I actually did one and I'm just uh, finished it quite, but okay. with, with me, it's like, it's never finished. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you always have, uh, you always want to improve. But yeah, I did one, I did a project uh, within the company that hasn't been released yet, but it's about a toothbrush, <laughs> which is, about a toothbrush. It was, yeah, it was very interesting because basically it's like a product. So it was basically in lockdown. So the guys uh, decided that we need to come up with a product that is simple and nice, and you know something that everyone uses. Um, so uh, we have a, we have an artist in the studio who is a researcher, but he's a great designer as well. So he designed the how the toothbrush could look, and then mm-hmm. I took that and I was like, right, I'm gonna pretend. I'm a client, and I'm gonna pretend I'm the studio, and I'm gonna do a pitch for myself. No, do a brief as a client, but also do a pitch for for the client. So right. I was like, I'm gonna be all of it, and I'm gonna create like a whole a whole project with an animation, still images, a website, and all that. Um, so I managed to do it, <laughs> yeah, and hopefully uh, we will be able to see it somewhere
0: at some point. <laughs> Okay. That sounds pretty cool. All right. So we're looking forward to that. Toothbrush, huh? (laughs) That's Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I always thought that, you know, some of the work obviously that that Inc. does is also very creative. And they always I always like what they do because they do look like interesting campaigns, right? Of some kind. Right. So but Yeah. yeah, doing all that stuff, including the website and everything, that must have been a lot of work.
2: Yeah, it was a lot of work. I I was very naive and I was like, Yeah, it's gonna be very easy. I'm gonna do it that for like two weeks. Oh god. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> but again, you go through the whole process of doing everything and then you learn. You just learn constantly. And sure. I think that's the this is one thing we should never stop doing is learning and improving and building. You know, yeah. build ourselves and as an artist or as a person, doesn't matter, just like evolving with time. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Well, I think that's that's really cool. So, how how many people are at Inc?
2: Um, so in the studio, we're about fifteen, I'd say. But then we have people that we work outside the studio. We have people in Ukraine and, um, yeah, we're looking to we're always looking to expand. Yeah, okay. To, but yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're about that size uh, in house. But yeah, we have people that we work with. Worldwide. And this is the best because we have people in Mexico that we work with and people in Ukraine and, you know, very, yeah, it's it's very, I don't know, it's like a great diversity of, of people. Everywhere. And have
0: you guys always sort of had that, that diversity of people around the world that work with you guys?
2: I'm not sure, but since I came, it's been more and more of this. Okay. Yeah so just with the with nice. the
0: with the with the pandemic and everything and people having to work from home is that sort of something that you guys started to engage in more and have more people doing that because you had no opportunity to just work with people working from home is that true
2: yeah um well, we like to be together within the studio <laughs> yeah. and we we like to um just because I personally feel like if there is a creative work that needs to be done. It needs to be done within the team. It does make things a little bit more complicated if everyone working from home and, you know, we have Zoom meetings and so on. So there is no, the spark of the idea is not there. And I think for us, it's quite, it's quite important to be like, Oh, I actually think this. And then you go to the person and you're like, discuss straight away. So all of us, uh, we try to work from the studio and we want people to be in the studio, uh, and people want to be in the studio, which is nice as well. But um, yeah, we we do. Of course, we're flexible as everyone, and we should be. But yeah, we're mainly in the studio. But I guess we we don't get limited. Like if we have an amazing artist from somewhere around the world, we wouldn't be able. We wouldn't want to limit ourselves. You know, we right. want to get the the best people for the job or for the studio.
0: Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So what what do you think are are some of the some of the future of of the kind of work that's going on right now. Obviously, you know, when I was doing, like I said, when I was doing uh, uh, that work, it was very different, right? There was a st- creative studio and then you would do the CG of their vision and it was similar yeah. to a VFX pipeline in a lot of ways. But uh, nowadays, obviously there's so many different ways of seeing people's work, right? It's not limited to television and billboards. It's it's yeah. going to be all over the internet, uh, different kinds of formats, stuff like that. So how is that navigation of showcasing your work for so many different formats so many different ways of doing things
2: well i think the future um well the future the the now is actually we're working we have a lot of ar projects as well so we do like we did this honda configurator that is basically you take your phone and you can configure your own honda straight away and it's there in front of your house, which is very, it's amazing. And now I know Google are starting to, starting to really implement AR in general Mm that you can even in the future, you'll be able to go in the browser and like do stuff and look at products and just fit them in your home and so on. So I think, yeah, this is a great aspect of stuff and also like immersive experiences and AR, VR, all that stuff. Um, like, take for example the abba thing that just happened is happening in london it's a massive thing you know mm-hmm. abba being able to be on stage uh, as like a, you know as the group ages ago it gives you the the opportunity to basically conserve this um this music and this culture for the future generations as well so right. it's yeah i don't know i think of we we have a lot a lot a lot to explore with the with the skills we have and you'll get better and better because there is as you said it's not just one platform it's not just tv it's everywhere cg's right. work is used everywhere
0: well, what do, what do you think i mean obviously you mentioned ar is something that you guys are doing a lot so when you're yeah. looking at something like ar like uh, uh, I mean, where where do you start to learn those new skill sets, and how do you explore those things? Because those things are very new, right? Some a lot yeah. of the technology you're talking about is just just out of the beta yeah. from the technology, so yeah. it's not like you can go to school. It's like, okay, I'm going to take an AR course. It's yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't really work that way yet. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you learn, however you you can. You just learn and go, speak to people, look at different projects that have been made or you know well that's it I don't know (laughs) you just have to learn and adapt and find the ways to educate yourself do you
0: find you would you consider yourself a fairly technical person or do you generally uh, work better with other technology people and start to focus more on the creative side of things or do you do both
2: um I'd love to say yeah I'm very technical like technical but I'm more like creative than technical I'd say Right. I can come up with the idea straight away. It doesn't matter what it is. And then if I have the right theme, it can be executed really easily. Um, right. But yeah, what I like to do is like explore maybe the, you know, the idea, the creative vision, the look and feel, the, the the art direction, if you like, and then handle that to someone that's very technical and they can sort it out for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, but you still—I mean, let's go back to your generalist roots. You still basically yeah. have to have a general knowledge of what's yeah, yeah, going of on, right? No, of and course. And so, uh, uh, but how does how does new technology, let's say you're learning about medical stuff, or you're learning about AR, and you know how does that say, oh, because of this, here's a different creative path that opens up to me and do mm. those things. So, like, how does how does the technology itself influence your creative ideas?
2: Well, it just opens up different opportunities to, to express yourself, I guess, and express your ideas. Like, if we say um, we, have, we have to do a building project, but then you know you can also pitch this idea to the client that the building can be in an AR and there would be, you know, popping stuff or animated people around and they can see it in real life, you know, real life however real mm. is that they are. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, and you can interact with this. So being able to, so being exposed to all that new technology, I think enables your creativity in a way. So you realize how many other opportunities are out there to not only just limit yourself in one thing. Yeah, it's going to be an image, but then you have so many other things to offer because you know how they can influence a your project, the client, the 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 impact it has on the audience and so on um yeah it's very interesting
0: yeah for 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 sure um i'm just curious about you know what your thoughts are like how how have you thought about like the future like where where do you think that the next level of of exploration and creativity is going to be obviously a lot of people are talking about what what the metaverse means or what this oh, is yeah. going to happen and well, how things are happening so what are your thoughts about about that those areas and how how that's going to change uh, well, it's
2: changing now, <laughs> and yeah. obviously, in what way? The... tell us what's how it's changing. Yeah, yeah obviously, the only um, NFT stuff as well. Uh, we are also doing a few stuff in that area as well. Um, you know, the how how people perceive art now is changing, and how can you express yourself as an artist is not just like, oh, this is my physical piece of work it's like so much more now and everyone can have an access to it everyone can support you as an art- artist and you know obviously the metaverse is also allowing people to be way more you know think about stuff in a very different way as well and create things that've never been done before you, you you can do a house model and sell that for like so many you know so so much money mm-hmm. uh, but it's not about the money it's about like the exposure of your uh, of your creation, basically to right. now with the whole digitalization of everything. Um, I was in the beginning, I was very skeptical and I was like, Oh God. So everyone would be an artist now, but actually there is another side of things where you, you know, you create a piece of work I like to draw for instance. So
0: sure,
2: I create a piece of work on my iPad that stays for me, but now I can make that as an NFT. And it goes, the exposure it has is to so many other people. And it's not just for, you know, it's not just for them to look at it because I can put it on Instagram, people would look at it, but it's for them to support this. And I really like this because it opens up a different side of the community and different side of the society of like actually supporting each other and what we do. It's a bit of a, a romantic idea in my head, but you know, yeah.
0: Well, I've, I've uh, I mean, I, you said if you've listened to the podcast before, but I've done a lot of podcasts on the subject of NFTs and what that means. And I've had a lot of different opinions about it. And yeah. I'm very fascinated by it. Uh, I went to NFT LA just to find out more about what's going on. And I think there's, you're absolutely right. I think there's, there's something really nice uh, about the idea. Now, if everyone is an artist, sure, but not everyone's a good artist. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, but that's I, also subjective. Like what is a good artist and what is a bad artist? Sure. It's, yeah. n- it's never black and white.
0: No. no, no, no yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I always, you know, there's, there's lots of rooms for artists, for, and lots of different flavors of artists for sure in a lot of different ways. Now yeah. you said that, now is Inc. actually looking at doing, helping projects? Because I know some, some, a lot of studios now are actually, they have clients coming up to companies like yourselves and saying, I want to release a series of NFTs on the subject of whatever, you know. Are yeah. they doing that with you guys as well? Is that starting to happen?
2: Um, I don't know, but I know we have an internal launching campaign soon of an NFT and yeah, we we could offer this to clients as well for commercial purposes. Right. Um, yeah. So we're, we're trying to adapt to the new, you know, the new trends and the new way of thinking. So, because as I said, we're passionate about technology. We can't just ignore it. We have to be on it on the wave. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's an interesting thing. Uh we don't really know I mean I have I've I've had an idea of where this 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 was going to go for a while and then it's changing and it's yeah. going up and down in different ways, but I think that definitely there's an interest in there. Um and one thing that I find uh to resonate a lot with people like like yourself is the idea of supporting the community and supporting the creative creativity. Yeah. And rarely has the internet been able to support creative people as much as it's going to do today so i think this is a good thing
2: in yeah, some ways yeah absolutely yes this is at least this is how i i decide to see it as well because i care a lot about communities and I, I care about this community and the the artists and i understand how how difficult it is to come up with your own idea to do something and you know to express yourself even being an artist means that you're a little bit vulnerable with your art, you know, and being able to sit there and, and show it to everyone and someone else come to you and support you. That is really in my eyes is it's very valuable thing that's happening yeah. right now.
0: And have you, I mean, have you explored NFT projects yourselves? I mean, have you, have you said not, like, not, not really? <laughs> no, yet, not
2: yet. No, haven't okay. been. Yeah. I need to at some point for sure. I need to. because I will tell you this.
0: It is a, it, it's, it's like learning a different language at first, uh, cause there's so many terms that people use yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's just, first of all, you know, what's a rug pull, what's this, what's that, yeah. just understanding all those different things. And it's it just gets a little complicated, yeah. um, Sometimes I think it's complicated by design so that it keeps it obscure and you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I think, why a lot of people get scammed in the NFT space and they lose millions of dollars because someone yeah, stole what they did. But you have true. to be, I think at some point it's going to be uh, simplified and and hopefully will become uh, more uh, transparent in some ways. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool too, because um, there's a lot of you know exploration in terms of what's happening in in the digital space, like the you know your AR space and your VR space. What are your thoughts on uh, on real time technology and how that's uh, changing some of the stuff that you're looking at or the way that you approach projects?
2: Well, it's quite amazing to be honest. Like we don't use as much real time as we want, but mm-hmm. we are looking into uh, accommodating that in the pipeline somehow because. So I have a few friends in Dinec, let's say, and they, they have started to work on like animations in Unreal. And mm-hmm. the way that things are done so much quicker, so much collaborative, so much, it's just it just takes one layer of, oh yeah, so now I'm going to render this, I'm going to go to the client, the client would do changes, go back to the artist, and it's like this whole think and i know it sounds a little bit too idealistic but i know for sure that it works you know you can collaborate with people and you can you can you know be in the same space and create at the same time which is amazing and real time obviously it takes no time to have like heavy renders as well if it's a good technology obviously yeah. but yeah it's yeah it is it's coming for sure and it's coming and we for us as well because we have to adapt as i said for everything right. that's out there,
0: yeah. I think it's interesting. You mean you're you're talking specifically about how you needed people to be in the office together to get those creative things going. Yeah. But at the same time, there is technology that's coming out through through things like Unreal or even Omniverse, etc., where yeah. people are collaborating in essentially a virtual space or a VR space or something of that nature. What are your thoughts about you working creatively with someone? In a virtual space.
2: Oh, to I'd love your it. Ideas. for sure. I'd love it, but at the same time, I, I am a massive people, people's person. Uh, so I need the physical contact with people. You know, the it's. I I don't think anything would ever change this for me. N- no, uh, any sort of technology would ever make me feel the way I feel when I'm around people. That's for okay. sure. Uh, but I'm obviously really happy to explore all of this um and to to dive into it but it wouldn't be the same for me at least
0: okay and have you spent much time in vr
2: um not as much again because it's like very i think it's it's very alone kind of activity Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and yeah it's just not my it's not me uh i'd like to spend time with people when working collaboratively with people but we had done a few vr projects amazing right I mean it's great technology is amazing and you can do so much with it of course um but yeah I yeah it's I wouldn't say I mean of course it's exciting but again I'd like to be around people talking to people and sure. yeah
0: I think the one thing that would be that's interesting is you know especially if you look at you know let's let's use Omniverse as an example. I mean their whole model is that everyone is working together simultaneously. Yeah. Right? And even if you're working in the same room, you can still
2: yeah st- all yeah
0: do that together. I think that yeah. would be your best. Yeah, that would, make yeah, very that would happy, be the it yeah, like. that's
2: a win-win situation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you could all be like everyone can be working, but actually together physically yeah. in the same room.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh that would be uh so, but I think just the idea of collaboration is really interesting. And yes, I think that uh, a much more agile process. Uh, as opposed to uh, the the waterfall approach that you were mentioning before is, yeah. is really kind of be interesting. Yeah. Um how hard was it for you during the pandemic when you couldn't be next to people as much as before?
2: Yeah. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't the best time I've had because mm-hmm. um I think I made it clear that I really like to be around people. <laughs> so yeah. it was it was a bit of a like it was a bit of a challenge and I I feel like that was a ch- it was a challenge for everyone basically. Sure. Um but it also gave me the opportunity to, be, to see and explore different so f- for instance i mentioned i love drawing and i didn't draw for i, 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 ha- I wasn't drawing for a long time but then pand- pandemic happened and it was like, okay, this is time to focus on something that I have actually forgotten how to do. And, you know, I tried to use this time where I am i can't go out, I can't go to the office. There is so much time to, you know, from the commute that I'm saving and so on to invest this into something else. So basically to win from the situation. So I started drawing again and I, and I, I got my iPad. So I, I started to do digital drawing as well. So, you know, it was... It was tough in terms of like I couldn't see and work with people collaboratively, but it also gave me the chance to go back to my roots in a way and discover something else, learn something else and just do what I'm passion do something I'm passionate about. Um and the time that I've never had before. So yeah. Seeing the, I think that's the a wonderful
0: thing. You're you're one of the rare people that actually took advantage of it to better yourself as a person in some ways.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you have to because otherwise, you just get into this negative mindset, and um, you know, you, you don't you just focus on what you can't have rather than what you can have. You know w- what you can use this time for, and it was yeah, it was challenging to get into this mindset but I'm a, a very positive person in general. And I always like to see the the bright side of things rather than focus on the negative side of things. So again, I tried to, you know, try to use this time in a way that I can go back to something I love and do it.
0: Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. That sounds really great. Now do you feel that that exploration that you had, uh, during that time, do you feel that it's changed who you are in the way that things you are doing now, creatively speaking? Do you look at the, the you know, renewing that that skill set of drawing is now going to change some of the direction you take in your creative process?
2: Yeah, for sure. It does open different, I guess, different doors in my mind, if I can right. say that, you know, it's like, and unleashes different aspects of your mind that have been, because drawing and especially in a digital drawing, you still can go back to, it can be control that, done, <laughs> it's gone. You can erase right. stuff, but it's also um, enables like th- a different way of thinking and, you know, a creativity from another sort. Cause yeah, CGI is CGI, but mm-hmm. d- drawing is something different than CGI. So it's like, and it comes from your mind and I don't know, it's quite fascinating. And I think, yeah. yes, it did it maybe influenced me and influencing my work right now. I think it always has because obviously drawing you need to learn about composition you need to you need to be able to basically do all the things you can do in three d in two d so it's kind of a again there are crossovers between those two, so it, learning one thing would affect the other one also like photography, I was going out around London just taking pictures like. Empty London, you know that thing as well um, was, yeah, because it was quite weird the, how empty London was. Uh, yeah. You can never see it that way, and I hope you can. You could never see it that way again. But you know, you, you take this knowledge and then you go into CG and like, oh, okay, this works this way, and I can I can take this knowledge out of hat, and I can imply that apply this to my CG work or CG, you know, whatever I'm doing. Um yeah. yeah.
0: For sure. I always I always tell people and for me, you know, when people are learning lighting and, and, and rendering and, and things of that nature, photography is one of the best tools that you yeah. can pick up to learn because it's very quick. You figure out that composition
2: yeah. pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's very yeah, it's like this. And it's it's quite creative as well. Like you can you can express a lot of, of yourself with a, with a single photo. It's like it's yeah. again one thing that you see and I see, but we see it in a completely different way. And that's where the beauty comes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I tend to to to, to look at things in a strange way myself. So
2: Well, there you go. Everyone's different and unique and you can see that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we're okay. So uh, we're looking. I'm looking forward to your 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 toothbrush project. That's going to oh, be coming out soon.
2: Yeah. I hope. I <laughs> you sound hope nervous we, about it. <laughs> yeah, I do sound. I as I said, like being an artist is quite being quite vulnerable, of, like the work you show as well, because right. when you you know when you're behind. Um, a company, or you have like, oh, I've worked on this project, but no one, no one knows what you've done, and it's not like you're not completely exposed. But when it's something that you've done yourself, then you feel like right. very exposed. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah.
0: That's cool. So we'll definitely, you know, what you said. When do you think it's going to be coming out? Are you oh, be able I have to?
2: no idea. I have no idea if we if it will ever come out. Okay. So. <laughs> But, we'll if it see. does
0: come out soon, i wanna make sure you let me know so that we can put it on the podcast page so people can check it out because some okay. people check these podcasts out. <laughs> yeah of course
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that would be that would be really cool yeah uh all right so what's 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 next for you at at inc or what's next for ink in your mind like what's what's the next part of your journey gonna look like
2: um well th- th- there is a few things happening which I can't tell for sure um, right and there is this part of me that has always wanted to do something bigger and something different and I have this internal drive to create but not only in the the sense of I create create this project but create something that is like a bigger thing than me and um, yeah we have a few ideas and a few things are coming and a few things might happen but you have to stay tuned for this
0: (laughs) Okay, well, that is very vague, but very exciting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> very exciting. Well, we need to have
2: a tease, right?
0: <laughs> oh, of course, of course, yeah. of course, of course, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great, that's great. Well, listen, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on. Thank you so much yeah, same, for, for joining us. Uh, hopefully, we will be able to see each other in person Yeah, sometime yeah. soon. You know, absolutely. I know that Total Chaos will be coming back eventually at some point, so I'm sure yeah. we can have you there or some other great events that we will probably be able to go to as well so
2: absolutely yeah good well thank you so much for inviting me as well it was a great pleasure definitely definitely
0: and all the best and and good luck with everything
2: thank you very much